Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, and Ben Cock back with you guys again. Excited about tonight's episode. Um, it's a, like a preview of TJ Month. TJ Month will happen in two weeks, but this is a preview of it because we're reviewing a whiskey of mine. So um, this would have been in TJ Month, but Brendan ruined it wasn't. That for me. Spoiler alert. I would have given it a three out of ten. <laughs> you would not know what it was because I wouldn't have. Shown the bottle like you did. Um, <laughs> if you're watching that. us, if you're listening to us, wherever, you, however you're consuming this incredible content, uh, please do us a favor and hit the retweet button, hit the share button. Uh, if you're on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, hit the share button, share it to your social media. Um, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, let's jump into the show. Hey, we're going to have a little bit different format during the summer, Brendan. You want to tell the people about what we've got going on here? Yeah, just because we'll be doing scheduling stuff a little differently. I'm trying to limit my alcohol intake for the next few months, trying to get in shape a little bit here and there. And TJ shape. may that have possibly had a baby boy. So let's give a round of applause for TJ. TJ Boo. is the baby is the baby yours. Are we, are we confident on this? I had a joke for that. It um, looks but like I, the milkman. I'm not going to tell it right now. I'll tell it after. The, we'll put that on the OnlyFans. Uh, right. Patreon. Um, it's Patreon. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole milkman joke, Ben's like, not like we kind of know what it is because maybe like our parents knew who the milkman was, but like like TJ's kids not going to be able to make a milkman joke like in 20 yeah. years from now. It's no. not going to be a thing. The Amazon man. So, It'll be the Amazon. Yeah, man. the Amazon man. The UPS We're the guy. UPS guy at my house with how much bourbon gets delivered. I, I think I've seen a video like that once. Uh, the other thing well, is though, like everybody works from home now, so like there won't, there really won't even be that. Oh, like, I wonder if fidelity or infidelity. It'll be the uh, the office lady. Down. Just change change things up. That's a really good question. I don't want to talk about that, but. <laughs> I mean, that just seems like a weird All right. thing. Summer, summer months. Uh, so yeah, the next couple of months, we'll just be doing one episode a week. It'll be a review, but it may meander a little bit here and there uh, to kind of fit in summer some other months. topics. We'll still do pursuits and purchases. Uh, and if there's anything huge, like if we get a bottle of Pappy or something like that, and DJ wants to share it with us. That usually uh, happens on yeah. most most weekdays. We'll do like an emergency episode. So yeah, that'll be that'll be the or format. Just add it to that week's episode. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, a little bit less, but when fall comes around, we are certainly ranking, cranking it back up, probably going rank to rank them back up, rank them back up. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying here, but okay. So for tonight, first week of the new format, we're going to do a review and Brendan mm-hmm. was gracious enough to ask you to be gracious enough to share <laughs> your Brendan was gracious enough to drink my whiskey. Um, so that was cool. Now, Brendan said, let's do something special for you. Yeah. As he, as he alluded to, as he mentioned, we did welcome a new, um, member to the family, um, Lincoln Thomas born on Thursday afternoon. 
We now have three in this family, which makes podcasting a little crazier, but most of them are sleeping at this point. Lincoln's not, but the other ones are. So it's getting crazy over here. We might just end up dropping them off at Ben's house one day and never coming back. Unfortunately, we live really close, so I feel like they could find their way back over here, unfortunately. But um, excited to review this time. I'll send them down the ravine like Moses. <laughs> let them float. No water in it. They let them float sit. back to you. <laughs> it would just sit. There's no water in it. Uh, yeah. I'll let Farrell find them. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So first night review tonight. Something a little bit different. Something new. Um, a good times toasted rye. Mm. This is that's right. Our rye. Good job. And honor the dad thing. And we love a good dad joke. Um, Kara's got Elena saying that now. Like I'll say something and Elena will go, we love a good dad joke. <laughs> I thought you were implying that she was making rye jokes. And I was like, that's got to go over. Great that's school. pretty next level. <laughs> Speaking of that. Hey, Brendan, remind me at the end of the review. Cause I want to get off topic. Cause I hate that. Yeah. You hate. Um, yeah. Mandarin. Yeah. I want to talk about what that show that I was watching the other night, Brendan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I haven't heard about it yet. Look at you. Um, okay. Good times. Rye. This is a single barrel rye, straight rye mm-hmm. whiskey, finished it in toasted white oak barrels. Um, it's a good times, so it is a distilled in Indiana, um, very likely MGP juice. There's just not a lot of details on this, and I didn't look it up because I suck. It is a um, Kentucky but- distillery, but they do source, so you're probably correct in it being yep. MGP. Yeah, yeah. Bottled by Whiskey Thief Distilling Company, Frankfort, Kentucky. Um, and then this bottle is, uh, we talked about this at one point, like on a pursuits and purchases, this is like the ode to the Kobe bottle, right? Or like the ode to Kobe, right? Like, so it's got, um, for those of you who can't see it, it's a little bit tough because I got the blur on. I think that's Tim Duncan and KG and uh, Michael Jordan. And it's kind of like his Hall of Fame induction. So 24, 8, the five trophies, um, Kobe holding up the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, pretty cool bottle. I got two of these. One I put in my closet and I won't drink for a long, long time. And then the other one mm-hmm. I did crack open. I like this a ton. I've had um, other stuff from Good Times that's really, really good. This is my favorite so far. Hopefully you guys like it. Hopefully you guys don't think it sucks. Um, but I've had I've had some other stuff from them that I haven't been as fond of. This was really, really good. I actually put this up against the uh, – what's the other – What's the one you got me, Brendan, a few months ago from up there in Tallahassee? Uh, it was uh, a toasted bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also good times, wasn't it? No, no it, was it, was, uh, it was Nulu. Sorry, it was Nulu. Nulu. I guess Nulu. This their is, labels look kind of similar to me. This was better. The Nulu Way toasted better. bourbon, I didn't love. Yes. The Nulu toasted rye, I did like, but this was even better than that. So, uh, yes. good times, toasted rye. Let's jump into it. I've been yakking, so... Yakking. Do people still say yakking? Like for talking? Do people even still say no? That? That's like throwing up. Thank yeah. you, Eddie. Or it's an FSC football else. coach, Coach Yak. Oh. So nose. So when I first nosed this, like I was coming in, like when I say nose, blind, I was just, you know, I was coming fresh off like no whiskey, and it smelled really uh, citrusy, very much like a. Uh, the Sazerac rye product that I was thinking like, Oh man, this is like so orangey. But the more that I've sat here and kind of like smelled it and sipped it a little bit, it definitely gets more of those like toasty, uh, toasty char notes. 
and it kind of moves away from citrus and gets in, gets more like marshmallow, chocolate, toast. It's really nice. Like it's a little dynamic. You know, like I said, it started out very citrusy to me and now it's a little more caramel, marshmallow, toasty. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely good. get the toast. I get the rye that comes with it. Yeah. Definitely some of the spice that's on it. You said it smells like a double. rye. It's like double rye. Well, sometimes we can't tell the difference between that and weed on here. So um, sometimes that's true. Um, I I'm totally with Ben, by the way. Like I, I experienced it as citrus right away, but almost like floral, like a um, like a citrus tree too. Like like there's like legitimately like this sweet like honeysuckle vibe to it as well. Uh, so it's very very pretty on the nose, but also uh, dynamic. Uh, is that the word you used, Ben? Did you say dynamic? Yes, that's a great word. Because it is super robust in all of like, yeah. it, it has this milk chocolate vibe to it. It's got this nice spicy quality that TJ alluded to. It's very depthy as well. It's a really yeah. beautiful nose and there's a ton going on it in a good way. Very complex. You, yeah, for sure. Once you taste it, right. come back to the nose. It definitely changes. Okay. In a good way. Yeah. It's great. Oh. Yeah, the milk, the the toasted element is to me bringing out a ton of milk chocolate on it, which you normally mm. don't get with a rye. Like, how many times have you guys had a yeah. rye and be like, "There's chocolate in this"? Like, no, this yeah. is uh, this is really unique. Yeah, this is a fun one. This is definitely a fun one to drink. You know, there's some bottles that you're just like, ah, it's taxing. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll drink it a little bit. This is just fun. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's cheerful and lively. So, yeah. why we're drinking this is to celebrate. Uh, yeah, this DJ, is this DJ is a fun. Song. This is a fun one. By making him crack open his really precious yeah. whiskey. Well, I mean, as you can see, it was already open, certainly so. already cracked. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think this was going to be a really fun one for TJ month. And so um, mm-hmm. you guys may have gotten a little bit of a break here by me giving mm-hmm. by, by us doing it now. Um, what's the biggest, oh man. Ben's right. When you go back to the nose, I do get a lot of citrus. I, like when I, drink and then go back to it i do get some of that citrus ben was talking about mm-hmm. yeah very much so that's the first thing that, like so that's kind of what popped out to me and a lot of, and so okay so this is 55 percent alcohol uh, 110 proof obviously so it's not like massive pretty good pretty good um uh, though barrel it is barrel strength so it's not been cut um mm-hmm. non-chill filtered um it's hefty but it's also not heavy refreshing yeah right it's a little refreshing which a lot of times toasted stuff could can be pretty overwhelming on the palate overwhelming very heavy very dense you think about 1910 you think about woodford double oaked those Mm -hmm. are even lower proofs and they sit so heavy they're very desserty this is a little refreshing but you still get some of that toasted goodness at the end this would be a great fall whiskey Ooh, Mm -hmm. so you know Ben, I was make it there, but I was just yeah, thinking of that. September, uh, October. Ha- happy that you brought up seasons because I was like, there's some whiskeys to me that are super quintessential. Oh damn, I use quintessentials because trying so hard not to every day. I made it ten minutes. Was uh, it new record? So I was thinking of like what kind of whiskeys like would be ideal for like what times of year. And as I was drinking this one, the first thing I thought of was like this was, would be really nice to have it a cooler time of year, or when it's cooler out, but also mm-hmm. like the citrus on it and the chocolatey, like I think this would hold up fine. Like it's it, 90 degrees outside. If I were to take this outside, I don't think it would be like this weird, like too devy, heavy and dense. Yeah. Excuse me, I combine the words. I think this would be well any time of year, but uh, yes, yeah, it's just really good. How's it finished, Peter? Love it. 
Have we talked about taste yet? Yeah. Huh. On notes? You said it went to... Yeah, we went to taste, didn't we? Talked about the milk chocolate? Oh, I thought we were talking about the nose still, but I got milk chocolate on the taste as well. What else you got on the taste? We were talking about it being refreshing yeah. as far as the taste goes. Not so heavy. I'm pretty sure Me, we talked the, about the, the taste. Where you oh. also, it continues like the like the s'mores route. And so I get I get chocolate, graham cracker, vanilla. Definitely, yeah, it's like a s'more. It's like a little, it's like a little spicy s'more, you know? S'more in a glass. Oh, it's s'more in a glass, but it's yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Things in a glass are just ridiculous. It's overplayed. Uh, Things in a glass is the quintessential joke on this podcast. Yeah. They're exquisite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was fantastic. Anything else on the taste, Brendan, before we make fun of you some more? Have we talked about taste yet? No. Finish. What do you guys think about the... Finish. I, I, it's to me. It's it's going back with spice, and so it, it finishes with spice. The it, overall, it's a good characteristic, right? So let me just paint you a little picture of this drinking experience. Can you paint light a Birmingham? Yeah, or light and citrusy on the nose. A little bit of like s'mores. The s'mores comes into you know prominence in the palate, right? A little bit of marshmallow and chocolate and all in there and then it finishes rye a little bit of spice which makes you want immediately want to be like all right let me just start that process over and go mm. back to citrus and marshmallow and then spice again back to citrus and marshmallow it's great it's like a this is a revolving door it is really good and that's a really good way to put it ben you really agree i hate to give ben credit and you, i think yeah. you guys know that if, unless this is your first episode which if it is Great. Please hit the retweet button, hit the share button. But in general, um, he hates giving credit. <laughs> I do. I just, I don't, you know. That's a great way to put it. Just the way the picture he just painted there, really a good. Birmingham. Uh, it's distilled in Indiana. Um, Brendan. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to top it how Ben eloquently phrased it, but it, it is a, I was going to say exquisite. Damn it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Really struggling here. It exquisitely. Um, <laughs> it's a to me, it, it's a dangerously great finish because it has this nice little burn, all that spice is there. And like Ben said, it just unfolds so well with the rest of the experience. This is mm-hmm. super complex, but it all ties together really beautifully. Uh, and it, and that spice at the end, it's like it's just enough, like it doesn't fight you, but it is like challenging in a in a good way so it kind of keeps you wanting uh to keep drinking again dangerously good this is a fantastic bottle i'm grateful uh that i yeah. made tj share it now and not during tj month because this probably would be big board eligible this would have probably won the big board competition or the uh mm-hmm. the month competition um yeah. how much did i pour you brendan um you gave me a very generous i mean i poured about half of this out you gave me the full two ounces so thank you wow I must yeah, not you... have had any before I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no, like I... I had like a three quarters of an ounce. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come come get some more. He poured his own though, so I don't feel bad about that. I do. I if it's something nice, I refuse to like really pour a, a heavy pour. The lightning are on. Come sit on the back porch and watch it after this, mm. and I'll pour you something else. Um, maybe, but not this. I'll nah. keep drinking this. 
Uh, Co- uh, let's rate the thing. I think we're, we're going to be pretty high on it. Um, as far as cost, yeah. I have no idea what this costs. So this is going to be a tough value thing. I guess we're going to have to go on the, on Wait, the secondary. How do you not know? You well, I, I can so tell you what I paid for it. Right. I can tell you what I paid secondary for it. Don't tell, cool. don't tell us now because Ben's going to factor it in the entire time. So let's get it unfiltered. Uh, oh. pure. Oh, yeah. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Don't let Ben, don't let Ben guess. Or no, wait, force him to guess. Yeah. I think I know what he paid, and so it's going <laughs> to... So... I'm assuming the worst. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to dig it all the way through. I knew Ben was going to skew negative for across the board. Uh, $500? You know, it's the, most elite, it's the yeah. most elite nose I've ever had, but because most of the elite. price, I'm going to give it a 0.25. <laughs> mm. That's how it goes. That's all how right, prices um... work. Okay. Who wants to go first on nose? Two points for nose. If you're if you're just watching, two points for nose, four for taste, uh, one for finish, one for cohesiveness and complexity, and one for value. Brendan, start us off. I don't know if this has ever been done before. Oh man, a zero. That's As, that's cold. That's I cold. I don't think this is far-fetched. This is an elite nose. Uh, it would be in the 99th percentile. I think it might be the best nose that we've experienced in terms of just rating things on the show. Fellas, hmm. Hmm. TJ, congratulations on the Milkman Baby uh, 2.0 on the nose. It's a perfect The Milkman nose. Baby yeah. 2 on a nose. Okay, Ben. Jeez, okay. Uh, 175 for me. This is definitely not a two. What are you talking about, man? It's definitely crazy. not Are a two. So far, Mark. How could you ever rate it with the two? Yeah. I mean, man, I don't want to be a homer. I always be like a one and a half. And no, okay. Well, now we're going to do crazy things. I'm going to go with two. When I open this up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Guys, when I open this. When I opened it up tonight, before I had even put my nose to it, I, I started to get the aroma, and it was really, really good. Mm, and yeah, yeah, uh, to me, uh, I won't be as I won't. I'm not, it's not going to get a perfect score. I will say, Prove it. I did find out the I did find out the MSRP on this. I also found out the secondary, which are quite different. But uh, you get what you pay for. Uh, taste, you get four points here, Ben. You can start us off. Um, I think this is a solid. Three and between like three and a quarter and three and a half. So I'm gonna go three and a quarter because I know Brenda's gonna be at four. You know, it's gonna be like this never happened before. Four point two five. You have that well, Ben, funny you mentioned it. You're at a three point. What are you at, Ben? Sorry. Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Not bad. Brendan. Uh, funny you mentioned it, Ben, because it's never been done before. No, I'm just messing with you. It's a really great taste. I honestly, the taste to me, like I enjoy the nose and the finish more than I enjoy. And, and we're setting an extremely high bar here for the nose, obviously. Uh, but more than the taste, like, the taste is really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's elite uh, when it hits the palate. I think it's really good. Uh, so I'm gonna go with a three point. like it's very enjoyable. There's a depth to it. There's complexity. Uh, but yeah, I- I'm gonna stay clear of elite territory for the, the, okay. the taste. TJ? I'm going to agree with Ben here and give him a, a slight bump from yours. It's really, really good. 325 is, is good for me. That's what we had uh, for the bull run that I lost. That's what we had for the Elijah Craig barrel strength. Can we, uh, we haven't talked about that on here. That I talk about it at the end of the show. Uh, we That's what we had for whatever Ben month three was. So mm. um, 
our blue note store pick we has have as a three. So yeah, this is better than better than all those, but I can't go 3.5 just yet. I was a homer on the nose. So um, 3.25. We'll talk about that after the review. Okay. I do want to review that again. Maybe we'll review that for TJ month. Um, <laughs> you son of a gun. Review? The, the bull run that he, we'll talk about now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. How embarrassing. Herb does suck. Finish. Finish. What's it out of? One. One? What? I, this should be two. I guys are <laughs> the scoring thing makes score no sense. out of eleven. Uh, okay. For finish, I'll give it a one. Ben wow. really hyped it. Ben talked about. I mean, you, the finish is super complex. There's a lot going on. Ben also talked about when Ben painted that picture and said that the finish legitimately makes you want to take another drink and start that experience all over again. I don't think we've ever described a finish as that good before. Um, it's a solid one for me. Brendan? Going back to the nose, by the way, it's opening up even more, like blackberries. Like, it's got berry vibe now, too. It's all over the place, but in such a pleasant way. Um, 2.25. Okay. Yeah, I'm ranking that up a little bit. It's going to do a three for the nose. No, for the finish, I'm going to go with one, and it's a great finish. It's hard to beat. I, I don't know. It ties up everything so perfectly. It's a perfect proof to me. 110 to 115 is just a perfect proof. Uh, it's got the great burn to it, but not like, again, you're not fighting it. Yeah, the, the finish to me is a perfect one. Ben? 0.75. Wow. I feel like Ben's being a contrarian right now. That's what's happening. Eh, Poe Buddy's near effect. Uh, ben did describe that finish better than I've ever heard him describe anything in my entire yeah. life. You're welcome. Um, cohesiveness and complexity. Ben, you start us off here. Hmm. Cohesiveness is a difficult number to fall into because it's like not the most cohesive because it's, it's like, like I said, very dynamic, but I don't dislike that. You know, it doesn't need to be super cohesive. It's very complex. So 0.75. Uh, I'm going to go with a one here again, just based on Ben's logic. Um, yeah. He literally said that this thing is so tied together, so well tied together that when you finish drinking it, it makes you want to start that loop back over yeah. and describe that process. So I do think that even though it's different, it is cohesive. Like it gels together, right? Mm -hmm. Like Kobe mm -hmm. and Shaq, right? Like they were different players, but they were cohesive. They you don't have to be, you know, cohesive does not necessarily mean similar. Um, so it's cohesive and it's complex. Uh, full one for me, Brendan. Yeah, I'm with TJ. When I say cohesive, I, it does all unfold in a way that makes sense, that's pleasing, that's enjoyable. And to me, it, it does without a doubt. So I'm going to go with a one uh, on cohesiveness and complexity. Aspect. All right. Move me to a one. All You're right. Talk them into it. You've convinced that I was already convinced myself. So. Yeah, you, you, you were the you one who was already us. into the cohesiveness. Yeah. I think Ben's just being a little contrarian right now. I get it. I don't want TJ to thrive. I went first. But... How can we be contrarian going first? You knew where this you was know going. Okay, so we get into the value section of this. It's exactly the yes. type of question a contrarian would ask. How could it be this? Ben's at a 6.75. Yes. Brendan's at a 7, and I'm at a 7.25. Yes. Right. So pretty good score to start now. I mean, that's that's almost big board worthy right off the bat without value. Yeah, without even doing anything, a straight, a solid 7. Um, okay, so this bottle retails – between sixty-five and eighty-five dollars. Oh my right? god, such good. That's time. not. That's not it though. That's not okay. it. This is like a store pick. 
Yeah. By the oh this, well, that is what the, the story pit goes for. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and here's here's the what I'll say. Getting this, like, you'll never get this specific bottle again unless you buy a right. secondary, right? Because they'll never do this run again. It's a single barrel. That said, they do these fairly often. Like, I've got, I think yeah. I've got four or five good times. Yeah. Most of them are closer to 65, 70. In fact, I just got Brendan. Oh, no, that's a, that's a Taconic. Uh, that's a little bit different. We've also had this, other bottles of good times, and they haven't been this good. Correct. But yeah. getting a good times is not impossible by any means. Right. Secondary. I paid it 180 for this. Hmm. I had a lot the, more. That's not the worst I've ever heard of. That's almost three times. Uh, you're paying two. Yeah, well, you mean look at um I mean look at a uh like a George EHT T stack. Mm. An EHT single barrel is 65, 70 bucks, and that one's yeah. 220, 240. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's better better than that. Yeah. Um at least on on a price thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I pay more I, for blends and that's, that's true. better. <laughs> and so I don't know. I probably rate this somewhere between that, right? Because you're, you know, it's not easy to get it at retail. It is yeah. easy to get secondary, but that's a really high price. So I don't know. For me, I'll give a value of like 1.25. Mm. I think that's good. I mean, you get what you pay for for sure, but it is very hard to find. Yeah. I mean, if we were rating this on a value of like 75 bucks, it probably it probably would be a two. Like it's that close, right? Seven point two five out of eight, maybe a one seven five, but I'll talk it a little bit because it's hard to find. One point two five, I do think is is kind of fair. So um, I have a hard time saying that it's an average value. Um, oh, I will. Especially I'll when able, you, I'll be, I'll be able to. Especially when you throw in the intrinsic value, like how how Ben will overrate his Blantons if we ever review it because it says Disney on it. Yes, I certainly do overrate this because it's got Kobe on the back. Got Kobe on it. So, well, so let, let me ask you this. It's not even officially Kobe. That's that could true. be completely different. You know, like there was eight seasons of the show 24 and they Bobby, could be going for that. Bobby Cryant. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Ben, as we try to figure out the value here. Yeah. If you saw this after experience, experience this. So this was our second highest ranked pre-value whiskey ever. Uh, on the okay. show, uh, first okay. was Mictor's Barrel Strength Rye. So elite across the board. We, we think this is really great uh, before we get the price. If you saw this in the store at $180, would you add it to your collection knowing how no. good it is? Okay. No. All right. So that's Ben setting the president of Yeah, I, I, I won't. Um, is there I, anything? There's yeah, nothing. I bought other things at $180. Yeah. I was going to say, to drink or to flip? No, it's a drink. No, I just opened an expensive bottle this weekend. That's the only one, though, right? Like, that's like there's only one that you've ever done. Masters Keep One. We opened that like the second I got it. That was $180. I think it's a little bit different because it's retail, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we don't, we wouldn't endorse flipping on this show. Yeah, it does flipping. What are you doing now? It's like whatever. (laughs) Um, Remember, we tried to dance around it at the beginning. What's flipping? You guys are so unethical. Um, all right. So value for me. Uh, I, I feel bad. Like it's so good. I don't want to go below one, but like, so I'm at I mean, 0.75. Just, I'm just going to throw that out there. Just, you know, just Ben, I'll do Brendan. Uh, yeah. Okay. 0.75 for me too. Maybe feel yeah, better. Okay. okay. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank just you. to give you a lifeboat to cling to. <laughs> I feel bad. It's such a damn I'm good Rose. whiskey. 
I'm Rose on the freaking headboard, and Brandon's uh, Jack. Jack just so just I guess my question would be, if you if it was if you saw this posted in a group, like on a store pick, or I'm not doing a it. store did a barrel of it, and it was eighty five dollars. What's your value? Two. Oh, okay. And it's or at least, and we're getting to one point five to two. Yeah, it's explicit. Yeah, I'd probably be like at one and a half at eighty five. But the problem is, like, with that, I've had other bottles. I've had other good times that aren't good, and like this bottle just is never going to be available again unless you're in secondary. And most people just don't have the capacity. Like, even even on secondary, there's only 180, 200 bottles out there. You know, ever. You know, TJ has one percent of it, just himself. So cornering the market, monopoly man. Yeah, it's 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 hard. To, it's gonna be hard to find it. So. And for TJ to rate this like higher for value, I don't think it's a bad. Like normally, we like to give TJ crap for being a homer on his picks, but like he loves Kobe Bryant, and this has a special value to him. And yeah, you just wait uh, till we rate Disney Blantons. This thing's gonna be a eleven <laughs> out of ten. I'm gonna give it a twenty out of ten for value. Yeah. So yeah, I think that makes sense. Like right, like Ben would rate that Blantons higher, even though he hates yeah. Blantons. Yeah. Like I asked him today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I asked him today how was it, and he's like. Eh, as good as it could be, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah. <laughs> wasn't the point though. That's not the point. But uh, for this to be, I, I will say, I'm really happy that this is a good bottle. Like that this tastes yeah. good too, because I have other bottles that I thought would be like, oh, you know, sentimental or whatever, and uh, they suck. Yeah, <laughs> I never yeah. drink. Oh yeah, like, how much of a relief it was, was so it for bad. you when when you drank yeah. it, and because you bought two of them too, so to to open it, smell it, drink it, and be like, oh, thank bottles, God, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Blends no, taste I, the I same. Yeah, I had it right after the um, the Nulu, which I, you know kind of think sucks. Um, yeah, it does which is very craft. A lot of I will say, Ben, you said you've had some bad good times. I most of the good times I've had are, are pretty good. I've got a cigar finish that's really good mm-hmm. um, that I've got open right now. There, I've not had none of them are as bad as the Nulu that I have. Yeah, so I will say that I, I did. I didn't think is, Nulu is worse than yeah. the good times. So oh, wait, poop, anyway. Poop. Oh boy, that's terrible. All right, so final scores: Ben with a seven point five, Brendan with a seven point seven five, and I've got an eight point five. That is a seven point nine two. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. You, you see a lot of hype on these bottles, like on Facebook whiskey groups. You know, I think it, I think it's worth it. I think the hype. I think the hype is pretty real. This is a great bottle. Uh, it's yeah. legitimately a good experience. Maybe it's because I haven't had like more than one pour of bourbon in the last two and a half weeks. But this that could be was, it. Yeah, this was really good. Thanks, TJ. Thanks, Milkman. Tell the people about the bull run. Oh, so yeah, I had this whiskey for a while. Like, I mean, I've had it for a couple of years, and I was trying to get Ben and TJ to drink it. And I feel like there was a tentativeness for a little while. There's not a whole lot of hype about it. Because when you kind of describe it, it doesn't sound great. We'll get into the details of it later when we do a re-review. But anyways, uh, they finally cracked it. They both really enjoyed it. It would have been – it was close to – the good time score it was pushing it was in the high sevens uh for our for our score uh so it was big board worthy and then tj being petty and just knowing that i picked out something good mm-hmm. something remarkable had exquisite I taste this. i can see this happening and yeah he, he was like oops i accidentally deleted it when i was yes. going through and cleaning some things up on the back end of my computer so That's right it's deleted. out in the ether accidentally now. deleted yep saboteur saboteur yeah. yeah, no, it was frustrating too because so what what ended up happening was you know so the the software that we use to record this only lets you keep 
so many things recorded. So you have to go through and delete broadcasts once they yep. once they've aired. So this is live, right? As soon as this is done airing, mm-hmm. I could go through and delete the broadcast because it's already on YouTube, it's already on Facebook, it's already on Periscope, Twitter, whatever. Um, I will download the audio, obviously, and put that podcast up in audio form as well. But I was just going through, we, we hit our 50 hours, right? 50 hours is what they allot you, and then you have to go through and delete them. And so, I mean, you think about how many podcasts it takes to get to 50 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Several of them are 20 minutes. And there's a ton. So delete, 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 delete. And then as soon as I hit that one, I knew immediately. And I just looked up. We, uh-huh. we recorded a couple extra that week because uh, – Because um, you're going to delete one. We were <laughs> – yeah. We recorded a couple extra that week just because we thought that we'd be having the baby. We could air it a week later. It'd be perfect. And so I kept the two that were for that week, but not the little bit older ones when I was going to delete. And I was so frustrated. I reached out to them and I was like, is there any way I just did it? And they were like, no, sorry. Once it's gone, it's gone. So we do need to re-review it. It was really, really good. But the, on the bright side, we get to drink more of Brennan's good whiskey. So I'm okay with that. We, we all win here. Um, Brendan, do you have any pursuits and purchases? Do you have anything you want to bring up? And then we, we were talking about something else, something that you saw that I want to kind of get into a conversation on, it, and then we'll get out of here. All right. So pursuits and purchases. How's my internet right now? TJ froze good. up for a second. Okay. All right. Thank God. All right. So first off, uh, I want to give – well, which one do I want to go with first? All right. All right. My buddy Chase sent this down to me. So he's part of a whiskey society up in northern Starlight. Uh, Kentucky. Uh, so this is from Starlight Distillery. It's in Indiana. They're, it's not. It's a rare distillery that is in Indiana that is not MGP. Uh, so it's a farm. Uh, I think it's Carl T. Huber's farm in Indiana. They do all sorts of finishing there with their own product. Uh, this was a SOB is the name of the whiskey society. And this was a cognac finished bourbon. Uh, so normally I don't like cognac finished products uh what mm-hmm. was that awful blood oath blood pact blood orphan that we yeah tried? it was awful it was awful uh and that was kind of finished this is a really well done cognac finished one so shout out to chase for sending that to me uh looking forward to getting into that a little bit more and then also guys i mentioned this on our last episode that i was looking for it. it's chattanooga whiskey's founder edition uh it's their 10 year anniversary i can't believe they're 10 years old that's kind of crazy uh it's their 10 year old whiskey it's 100 proof. There's a special uh, mash bill for this where there's some like like chocolate malted uh, barley in it. Uh, I cracked that about a week ago, two weeks ago. I enjoyed a little sip of it. It's really well done. I will send you guys samples of that. So Chattanooga Whiskey, uh, we're big fans of what they do. This is different than their normal flavor profile, but really well done. So two bottles, really happy with both of them. Very unique. Would you say your first friend had to chase after that bottle? Uh, no, because it was a bourbon society that they picked. Uh, okay, very good. Just checking. Um, you saw something or heard about something. Sean told you something. I don't know. No, Sean it wasn't Sean. Saying. It was Jason. Jason Noe uh, oh, on his travels, which we documented before. Anymore, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Jason's very generous and will send hey, uh, text messages. Hey, guys, I, I see this. Oh, Are you interested? Uh, so he's currently, I guess, up in New England right now and like being blown away by some of the, I'm glad I finished that sentence, blown away by some of the prices up there. Uh, but on his, tra- there. Woo, uh, on his tra- travels up there, uh, he was at the Atlanta airport and saw 100 bottles easily of Wild Turkey's father and son at $80. I think this is a bottle that 
Ben had talked about a while ago. Uh, the issue, if it's duty-free, is you need to be traveling out of the country. So I remember seeing Blanton's like at a duty-free store in Miami about two years ago, like at 60 bucks, 55 bucks, whatever, whatever MSRP is for Blanton's, uh, hundreds of them on the shelf. And it's super frustrating <laughs> when you don't have an international ticket uh, to see this amazing bourbon at really great prices. So uh, that created a a pondering of, of a question that TJ started thinking of. Yeah. So I wonder, could you fly somewhere internationally or just buy a ticket from, you know, somewhere kind of internationally for, for cheap? Is that possible? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. Out of Atlanta. Yeah. yeah out of, well, in this Atlanta. case, it'd have to be out of Atlanta. Um, yeah. Right. So how much, I so I guess how much money would it be worth would have to be to be like, well, you I guess already be going somewhere. Yeah. I think I already have to be going somewhere. If it was Miami, so cheap, right? Miami is so cheap to fly internationally, but you know, you look at Atlanta to Cuba, right? Flights are $400, you know, that's in July. So that's like a couple months from now. And so like, they'd probably all be sold out by then anyway. Yeah. Um, an average Round trip price price is uh three hundred forty dollars. A really good price for Atlanta to Cuba would be like three forty. So I don't know. I guess the so cheapflights.com has an Atlanta to Havana for a hundred and yeah, they don't even have any providers that fly that. Uh, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think there's a really good way to do it. Um I do wonder, you know how, um, I do wonder, you know how the, you can cancel a Southwest? How early can you get to a gate with a ticket? Usually 24 hours. It's not a yeah, gate. It's, it'd be through security. Through security. Right. What about, what about getting someone to buy it for you? Just keep someone else who's you, traveling internationally or just be like hey traveling internationally we buy this for mm -hmm. me if someone's already in the duty-free shop or like right outside of it i'm sure that's illegal but you know is it illegal i can't imagine that it's illegal to have someone buy alcohol for you and then give it to you i think it's about enforcement though like who's enforcing that i guess that's right? probably true yeah i'm saying that's probably your best bet though if you're if there's something you really wanted you would probably be assertive and ask someone and someone would eventually probably do it for you Heck, like yeah. if it's if it's a bottle of Blanton's, like it's sixty five bucks. Like if it's something you really wanted, like buy it for the other person too. It's not. Well, I yeah. guess that's kind of never mind. Don't give me that face, Ben. That was a bad take. Mm. I immediately I redacted, redacted, redacted. Let's take it back. Retracted and redacted. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. If it was like a pappy, it'd be worth it. Like you just buy a ticket right there internationally. Yeah, it'd be tough. Five hundred bucks, but. For father and sons, I, that'd be a cool bottle. Ben and I both had sons. We've talked about wanting that bottle. Yeah. Um, not yeah. for the price that it is secondary, but if I found, if I saw it for eighty bucks, I'd buy it. Like I, yeah, definitely. It. That'd be a cool. That'd be a cool bottle to have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't. Not a great way to do it. You'd have to be going somewhere. If it was Miami, you could buy a quick. You could buy a hundred dollar flight to Cuba in Miami. I feel like two hundred bucks, right? And then it's not so bad. Maybe you buy a couple of them, flip one or two, make your money back from the flight. Don't feel so bad about it. Otherwise, I don't. I don't think it's a great way to do it. I don't think that's great. That's my take. All right, it's a good take. Better than mine. 
uh, you're trying to get us arrested. So that sounds like a bad idea. Um, one more week. We'll figure out something to review next week. And then June starts TJ month. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight as we reviewed Good Times Rye, the greatest thing we've ever reviewed. Ben and Brendan were just idiots. Um, interact with us on social media. We certainly do appreciate it. Rate, review, subscribe on all these platforms, iTunes, all this stuff. Um, that was awful chat. Brendan, we will be back next week to review something else. Cheers. Cheers.